you're listening to The Hoist on Sin 90.7 with Sandy and Beck. And Beck, we have a very special guest in tonight, do we not? We do have a very special guest. I mean, we've been talking about it all show because we're so excited. But uh, <laughs> if that last track wasn't any indication of who we've got on the show, we've got the incredible Stella from Empress joined yes. with us right now. Hi, Stella. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> we're so stoked to have you on the show. We are huge fans of Empress. We're playing Empress tracks like most weeks, I would Left, say. Left, right and centre. All the time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All the time. I mean, you, you know. only have four songs out so far, so there's only so much we can do. <laughs> but first, let's bring it back. If you haven't heard of Empress, they are a non-based neo-house six-piece who have just released their fourth single, Holding Out, which we are going to spin a little bit later on. The track you just heard was Lately. That was their third single off of the upcoming album. We are so excited to hear everything else that you guys have been cooking up. Um, but first, let's talk about Holding Out a little bit. Congrats on the release. Thanks. <laughs> Such a glittering, bouncy track. Talk to us about how that track started for you guys. Um, it actually was written in lockdown. Um, Grace, one of the other singers in the band, was running uh, a, like a writer's workshop on Zoom. Um, when we were all in lockdown. And so you'd, like, log on and, like, show show something that you'd been writing in the week um, and everyone would give feedback and kind of talk about it. And so Tilly, the other singer, um, brought in, like, the first verse and the, the chorus to Holding Out. Um, and she had written it over something that Christy, our keys player, had put in this Dropbox that we have that we're all, like, constantly putting different ideas in and pulling out and writing different things over. So it kind of came to be like that, and then I wrote a second verse, um, and then, yeah, it all just came together really easily. Wow. That sounds yeah. so, like, it sounds like it would be complicated. So such an impressive feat that you kind of meant to, or you managed to um, pull it together easily. I want to talk about the band structure just quickly. Mm. So you've got three vocalists who do incredible harmonies. Mm. What were their names again? Um, Including yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Stella. I'm the lowest voice, and Grace is the middle voice, and Till is the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have some other yeah. band members as well, because you kind of are like a collective, I guess. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We, we all like write pretty equally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then we've got uh, drums and we've got keys and we've got bass. And the bass player also plays some synth. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had the privilege of seeing you perform live. I think it was last year you supported Emma Vollard. Oh, at the Nightcap. At the Nightcap. Yeah. Oh. It was incredible. And you all had, like, the three vocalists at the front of the stage with your drumsticks and you were just really getting into it. It was so impressive. Where the hell was I? That sounds like a great yeah. show. Sorry, also, Nightcap. <laughs> weren't invited. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see how it is. Um, yeah, no, you do have, like, so many different layers to your music, which I think is something that makes it so so interesting and dynamic. Um, so what is that like? I mean, you talked a little bit about the whole Dropbox system. Yep. <laughs> um, when you guys are putting together a track, what is it like to navigate all of your different parts? Like, does it ever, when you're in the middle of it, does it kind of look like a mess? Or is it always like step by step, it's quite um, um, It's honestly seamless. so different for each song. Like each song has come about completely differently. Sometimes it's like one of us brings something to group. Sometimes two of us are working on something and bring it to group. And so, like, yeah, it usually is, like, really messy until we finally have it as a band. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, That's I think cool. most most of the time it is pretty messy and, until we've, like, finally arranged it. We usually have the problem of having, like, too many different sections and then none of them make sense, but we want to <laughs> stick them all in there. So we have, like, different stages of the song and then we have to cut lots of them because it's just, like, incoherent. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that each track is kind of made differently, but going mm. off 
like the majority of tracks, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, do because you focus so heavily on your harmonies and the vocals, mm. do the vocals come first or is it the music that comes first typically? Um, well, each track is centred around the three-part harmony. Mm-hmm. So, like, they all have, like, aspects of that throughout and usually, like, centre around that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily come first. Sometimes, like, um, Christy the keys player and Hutch, our bass player, is, like, they, they put lots of things in the Dropbox and we can try different things and write different, like, we'll record at home um, and see what works. And that's usually in three-part harmony. Yeah. That's so cool. interesting. I also, I need to flag um, earlier in the show, Beck and I were saying how rude it is that some people were able to create these amazing projects and music and art during lockdown, which you guys <laughs> also are part of that demographic, I guess. Um, but it's interesting because it does feel like the way that you came about as a band, it's like you're obviously very close. And I want to talk to about a little bit about this idea of like cosmic karma um, because, you know, five out of the six of you went to high school together yeah. <laughs> and, you know, all of you went to VCA together. Um, and the reason that I say Cosmic Karma is that you as a band, you've said about holding out that it's a celebration of unanticipated change and an exploration of Cosmic Karma. So how do you feel like that relates to Empress's journey and the way that you guys came together? Did it feel kind of fated? Um, I, I guess it did a bit. We all started at high school and then I like last minute changed high schools just for year 12 and by chance like met Grace and Till and was singing with them and then we all ended up going to uni and like singing with them and playing music at that high school that I changed to last minute was a big reason of me pursuing music and then we all went together um, and yeah I've kept on playing at BCA where we went to uni and we're just like not seeing ourselves represented on lineups um, like around everyone was talking about all of these gigs and it was like predominantly men um and so we like wanted to create a safe space and we kind of banded together because we already knew each other and yeah we like we knew that we loved singing together and would come from that experience um Mm. yeah so I guess it it is kind of fate and then Hutch and Matt were actually like in the older year level so I didn't even um, meet them really properly when I was at high school and then I met them at school when it all, all kind of came together yeah that is awesome. Do you find that, because I know you guys studied, it was jazz and improvisation, right? Do you yeah. find that that at all kind of informs any of the music you make as Empress or is it completely, like, have you kind of rejected the music that you were studying in uni? Like, what side of the coin do you fall on? Um, well, we definitely don't make jazz, but I think everything is pretty influenced because we've all been trained in that very certain way. So it definitely is kind of there, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely not what we studied, but it's it's there and it makes us like very particular about some things. I think, mm. which is also why the album has taken so long to get ready because we're so we're like we just can't stop fiddling with things. It's, it's been the like jazz two years. in you. It's the jazz in you that's <laughs> like, no, we're gonna make it perfect. But that's so interesting because we had um a guest on the show last week, Lelka, who mm-hmm. makes like hyper pop music. Yeah, who is classically trained. Yeah. So wow. we asked a similar question. We were kind of like does that influence your music at all? And they essentially said, look, I don't know. I can't tell yeah. you, but probably, <laughs> yeah, which I think, I think is yeah, kind of the case here. Yeah, I think it's like in the back of my mind, like subconsciously, I think it influences a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not a conscious choice. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I guess you can never really know like what exactly 
is influencing you where because you are just made up of all your different life experiences. So totally. <laughs> they, they must all kind of inform something in some it's way. really deep, Sandy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I do want to talk a little bit about what you said before with not seeing yourselves represented mm-hmm. um, and the way that you guys are kind of working against this like one token female vocalist mm. in an ensemble because obviously mm-hmm. there are three of you in this band you're a female fronted band yeah. and I know that diversity and representation it's something that you guys have talked about as being particularly important to you and it's something that I know that you're um, very conscious of when you're making a lineup yeah definitely yeah so talk a little bit about your experience um, navigating you know, NAM's music scene. Also, I know, like, the electronic music scene, it can be quite male-dominated. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we definitely did come together first, like, the three vocalists, because we weren't seeing ourselves represented and we wanted to kind of create a space where women could be at the forefront and, like, celebrated and, like, part of that whole scene. Um, and, yeah, so w- with anything we do, really, like, music videos, lineups, or anything, we try and get the most diverse, like, like, we want to have representation of all communities and things as much as possible wherever we can. Um, and and also, like, we're very aware that we are three white women, so we're, like, definitely not the most marginalised group by any sense. And um, representation functions with intersectionality as well, so that's definitely something we consider as well. Um, but, yeah, it is very influenced, like, the things we do, um, just keeping that in mind. And also, like, lyrically, um, it is a lot about our experience as women in the world, so that too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. interesting. Actually, one of my favorite tracks of yours is um, "Grandma." You like? <laughs> I'm really interested because you were just talking about lyrics, and I have listened to that song many, many times because I love it so much. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit about that track? Um, well, I've got a really interesting grandma. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, so it's it. your grandma um, that lies. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just like had a really a particularly stressful family Christmas and I was feeling really angry and so I, <laughs> this is like right at the start of Empress. We just started and I wrote this really stupid like little repeating loop which was the chorus um, and then just added a few vo- uh, verses like she um, she implied that like one of my friends was in love with me and he wrote on my Facebook like timeline and I was like this is just fact checkable like you don't understand how Facebook works um, and the second verse oh, she told me that cyclopses were like existed in Ireland um, and they like lived out up in the trees or something like that. <laughs> and kind of like the more I questioned her the more she like dug herself into a hole um, so funny and then I think, like, one other thing I reference is that, like, at, at that family Christmas, um, she just, like, was so convinced my mum had bought beetroot and she like, she hadn't bought the beetroot, I'd bought the beetroot. And there was just, like, this whole argument that um, came about at Christmas time about beetroot. It's so stupid. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because when I – on first listen, when I heard the line about the Cyclops, yeah. I did think it was – kind of a fictional story but it's so interesting to hear that that is pulled from real life experience yeah yeah <laughs> wow do you find that's with most of your music it is kind of pulled from real life experience then um yeah most most of the time I think it mm-hmm. is with a few exceptions yeah. like I think Grace actually just brought something that she wrote based on a book she was reading oh wow um yeah so it is a bit of everything but yeah a lot of the time it is our experience mm-hmm. yeah. cool 
And Grandma You Lie, that's one of the four singles that you have out Mm -hmm. so far. So are all of those singles going to appear on the album as well, on Daughter? Yes. Yeah, they are. Wow. Um, With quite a few other tracks that I think people would have heard. People would have heard if they've come to any of our live shows. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. See, I've forgotten how many tracks are on the album. There's ten. Kill me. <laughs> ten tracks, um, and so that means six more to come, which is super exciting. Yes. Yeah. Are you like what can if if someone hasn't had the chance to hear you live before, what can they expect from the album? Is there a lot of variety to the songs, or is there kind of like an overarching sound or even theme or something like that? Um, well, the album's called Daughter, so it is our experience as women, um, and there's a lot of I think a lot of it is very turbo. Um, some of it's angry. Um, I think there is there is a bit of variation though. I think I think once you've heard the whole album all together, it kind of gives you a good sense of what Empress is and what we wanted it to be because it's songs from right when we started writing to about now. Yeah. So hopefully that's <laughs> enough explanation. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And I, I think Empress is such a genre bending band as well so to kind of Mm. encapsulate all of those sounds together as you just said Mm. would be such an incredible feat and I'm really looking forward to Daughter coming out when is it coming out? Uh, We haven't actually announced when Ah, it's coming out yet. Trying to get some extra info start more rumours on the list. (laughs) It's coming out in June so if you keep your eyes out, if you follow us on socials um, come to a gig. Yeah, like, you're can sure we like <laughs> a gig tomorrow night? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yes, perfect segue. Uh. So, <laughs> you guys are playing at the Evelyn, and it's going to be your last show before the band goes on a little bit of a winter hiatus. While you yourself are jet setting across to the other side of the world, um, how yeah. are you feeling about playing a gig? It's been a couple of months, right? Um, yeah, it's been a while. We've been playing um, festivals for a while, so mm. we haven't played uh, a NAM show in so long. Um, it's going to be really nice. It's like a bit unlike our other shows in the fact that I think it's going to be a really, it's a kind of a chill night. It's getting filmed as well, so anyone who comes is going to be part of this live video um, that we're going to have of each of the songs. And uh, it was supported by Rara Zulu, who's amazing, if you mm. haven't heard of her. We love her. Yeah. We do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I think it's going to be nice. I think we just decided we almost didn't do a show before I went away um, because usually we book it really far in advance and we have like massive plans for it. But we just like we started as a live band and we just wanted to play live bef- like before we hibernate because that's what we're about. <laughs> mm, amazing. That's such a good way to like kick off this gloomy winter season is like mm. one last hurrah. If someone wants to find out how to get tickets, can they go to your socials? Yeah, we're Empress the Band on Instagram and we've got the link in our bio. Gorgeous. Um, Well, go and check out their socials and keep up to date with everything that they're doing. Um, But Stella, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. It has been a blast. Such a pleasure. And I'm so stoked for June. We're going to be bumping so many Empress songs from then onwards, I can assure you. And we're going to bump one more tonight. Um, The latest that you have put out, Holding Out. You're listening to The Hoist with Sandy and Beck, and you've been here with Stella from Empress. Enjoy.